Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What is going on, Healing Place Church? So glad you decided to join us today for this daily devotional as we are trekking through the book of Acts. Man, I just love that our church does what it does, that we get to spend time with you guys every single day, every morning, get to deliver you the word. It's such an honor to me to get to be here and just get imparting to you today. Uh, Today we're looking at Acts, and I have a quite a bit of scripture, but before we jump into it, I do want to give you just a little bit of context. Context is always important, and we're here, we're looking at a picture of Paul, the OG, Paul himself, used to be Saul, man, met Jesus on the road to Damascus, Jesus changed his name, and now Paul is a preaching machine. So we're looking at a picture of Paul, man, he is just, he's in jail, basically he's in chains, and here we're looking at a picture of him going to trial for preaching the gospel. So here Paul, man, people, he's just causing waves everywhere he goes, he's preaching the gospel everywhere he goes, upsetting people in their own tradition, in their own religion, because he's preaching the truth, and Man, this is just a picture of the way that we're supposed to live our lives. We're supposed to live our lives different than the rest of the people. So here we see Paul right before Festus, is, who Festus is basically, he's the guy that can get Paul out of prison here. He's also the one who put him in there. And King Agrippa, who is the king at the time, just so happens to be in town. So here we see King Agrippa is also here. And we're going to pick up chapter 26, Acts verses 24 through 29, it says, Suddenly Festus shouted, Paul, you are insane. Too much study has made you crazy. But Paul replied, I am not insane, most excellent Festus. I love how he still shows honor there. Clearly doesn't agree with Festus, but he still honors. I am not insane, most excellent Festus. What I am saying is the sober truth. And King Agrippa knows about these things. I speak boldly, for I am sure these events are all familiar to him. Man, he's talking about Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. For they were not done in a corner, man. Jesus didn't do these things in hidden. He didn't do them in private. He publicly rose, man. He went and saw people after. It says, King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. Agrippa interrupted him. Do you think you can persuade me to become a Christian so quickly? I love how people know what Paul, what business Paul is up to. He says, do you think you can persuade me so quickly to become a Christian? Paul replied, whether quickly or not, I pray to God that both of you and everyone here in this audience might become the same as I, except for these chains. There's a lot going on right here, man. This is like a movie picture. This should be in a movie. Man, there's, it's a tense trial. There's people watching. They all want to know what's going to happen to Paul. You know, is Paul going to come in and just say, hey, I'm not guilty. I don't do it. No, Paul stands up for the truth. So I want to talk about three different things I see about Paul in this picture. Man, Paul is sure in his faith. Man, it takes some confidence to be standing before the people that could make you free, the people that could let you out of prison, but to be so sure in your faith, so sure in your purpose, so faith, so sure in what you believe that you still get a trial and you're still fighting for the same thing that puts you in there. Man, when is the last time that you have been so sure in your faith? 
so sure in believing in what Jesus says about you or what you're called to do that it's caused you to stand out. That it's caused you to say something like Festus says, Paul, have you gone mad? And we're supposed to live a life that looks different than everybody else. You know, it makes no sense that Paul is really fighting for and preaching the same gospel that got him in prison. But what else doesn't make sense is how good God is, that he still loves us despite our sins, that he gave his only son to come and die as a ransom for us, to set us free. That makes no sense. And see, we see Paul so sure in that, so sure in what God has done in his life, that he is ready to go down swinging. No matter what it takes, he is going to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Man, I believe that God wants all of us to be so sure in what he's done in our life and in our hearts that we know that this is the highest call and the highest cause we could ever stand for is to make his gospel known. Man, Paul is sure in his faith. But he's also all about sharing his faith. Man, Paul is honorable here. He, does, he honors the position that these authority figures have been in. But yet he still uses this situation that he's found himself as an opportunity to preach the gospel. Man, somebody in that crowd probably got saved the day because they knew that for this guy to stand before these people that could say one word and have him killed, and he's still preaching the gospel that put him in there, he must have had some kind of tangible transformation. And man, this is what we're called to do. We're called to live our lives and use the audiences that God has allowed us to have, whether that be our co-workers, whether that be people at the grocery store, whether that be our neighbors. We're supposed to use and capitalize on the audience that God has given us to share our faith, to share the surety of our faith, to share how confident we are in Jesus and what he's done in our life. Man, here, Paul started, could have started bartering for his own physical freedom, but instead he offers them spiritual freedom because he knows that is so much better than anything they could ever offer him. Man, he says, I hope that everyone experienced the goodness of God like I have. And here, Paul does not back down. Man, I know sometimes sharing your faith can be intimidating because, man, you have people that are your bosses or your superiors or whoever it may be. Maybe it's just somebody you look up to. Maybe it's your family members. There's a lot of strings attached. But Paul does not let these things intimidate him. Man, we don't have to know enough about the Bible. We don't have to be able to rhyme or be able to pray louder or longer than anybody else. We simply just have to get to a place where we can just share what Jesus has done in our heart, what he's done in our life. The Bible says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Man, there is no thing that preaches louder than a life that has been radically transformed by the love, the joy, and the goodness of Jesus. And Paul understood that he wasn't responsible even for the outcome. The people that God has put around you, you're not responsible for saving them. You're not responsible for them experiencing Jesus, but you are responsible for sharing the message of Jesus and what he's done in your life. Man, he has entrusted you with something to give. He has entrusted you with something to share, and he wants to see how well you are steward that. Man, God is, Paul is sure in his faith. Man, he is sharing in his faith, and he wants everybody to be the same in his faith. Paul tells King Agrippa that he wishes that everyone listening would be the same as him minus the chains. Why is Paul saying that? Man, when you've experienced how good God is, 
And this is not like something like a political party or some other agenda you're trying to get people to join in. But when you truly experience how good God is, when you truly experience the love that he has for you, when you truly experience the provision, the protection, the blessing, the anointing, the purpose, the calling that he has created you for, when you truly begin to taste and see that the Lord is good, man, you can't help but want other people to taste it too. You can't help but want other people to experience it too. Man, I remember being in rehab and, man, I was in a moment where we, we had no extracurricular activities. Man, God had just delivered me from my addiction, he began to set me free, began to open my eyes and allowed me to see things clearly. But we were outside playing volleyball because this was the only extracurricular activity they allowed us to do. I guess they figured a bunch of ex-convicts could not get in too much trouble playing volleyball. It's one to fight over football or basketball. I've never seen a man fight over volleyball, just saying. But we're out here playing volleyball. Man, I just remember having this overwhelming emotion come over over me. I just couldn't, I don't even know how to explain it. I don't even know. It was better than any high that I've experienced. And I had experienced a lot of highs. I've done every drug there is. And man, I just had this feeling come over me and it was just overwhelming emotion that I began. I didn't know if I wanted to cry. I didn't know if I wanted to laugh. I didn't know if I wanted to yell or jumping down, but I knew it was pure joy. It was pure bliss, and I hadn't experienced in so long. I remember, remember this emotion coming over me, and in that day I said, I will spend the rest of my life telling every single person that I know, every single person that I care about, telling them about this freedom and this peace and this joy that they can have in God. And Paul felt the same exact way. You know, I just want to ask you today and challenge you, how sure are you in your belief in Jesus Christ. And this isn't to judge you, this isn't to make you feel bad, but this is to let you know that if you aren't as sure as Paul is in this picture, maybe I'm intimidating you even right now and you aren't as sure as I seem to be, let me encourage you that God wants you to be sure. Man, he does not want to be a mystery to you. He does not want to be like the uncertainty that we have in everything else in life where we don't know what's up, what's down, what's true, what's false. Man, he wants you to be sure in him. Man, he wants you to dive deeper in a relationship with him so he can begin to reveal more of himself to you. So that he can begin to show you the areas that you're unsure in or uncertain in. So he can begin to solidify the areas you feel like your faith is sinking. And he wants you to be as sure in him, as sure as your faith in Jesus, as you are that you need oxygen to breathe. And when's the last time that you've decided that you were going to share your faith today? I just want to encourage you today, once you get to this place of being sure in your faith, share it. Man, he's too good to keep to yourself. Now, I remember when I first got saved, I began to pray every single day, and it's reminding me and convicting me now because I need to get back on it. God, give me an opportunity to share what you did in my life today. And I guarantee you, if you begin to start your day that way, God will show you the opportunity, and he will also give you the words to share in that moment. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence even in this studio right now as we're filming this. Your presence that's with everybody that's watching. I pray that you even begin right now just reveal a sense of your presence and your peace. Wherever they're watching right now, whether it be in their car, in their house, at work, hiding with their AirPods in. You just let them feel your peace. Let them know that you love them, that you see them, that you're with them. Lord, begin to reassure them in your goodness. Reassure them in your grace. Begin to remind them of all the things you've done in their life. And maybe they haven't seen that you've done too much yet. Lord, I pray again that you begin to do something miraculous in their life. That you make them sure. 
And Lord, we just love you that you're the God that cares about us and loves us too much to leave us the same. Wow, that you called us, you created us for a purpose so much greater than we could ever ask, think, or imagine. Lord, we love you today. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit HealingPlaceChurch.org.